Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 137 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. And in this podcast episode, this is so amazing. I have the honor and pleasure of getting to introduce you to one of my very dear friends for years and years, Bailey Fruman. She's a goddess in my life, a guardian over me. And it's been so wonderful to get to walk side by side, not only in friendship, but also in business together for years. Bailey is the founder of MindRise, which is a wonderful transformational coaching company, right? Uh, you can find her at themindrise.com. Bailey, sis, welcome to the podcast. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, your energy is this infectious. I'm like watching her. I was like, she's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. It's true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So I know I love you and I know you love me. We are good. We're clear on that. And this may be someone's very first time getting to meet you, to hear of you and experience all of your goodies. Um, and so if you could please to describe what it is that you do um, or how, what it is that MindRise does, uh, to someone who's never really heard it before, but especially what are the three things that you're known for? Sure, sure, sure. So um, myself, um, and thank you so much for having me on. I'm just, I, I love this. And I know that you and I always jump in and have great conversations. And nine times out of 10, we're like, we should have recorded that. We should share that. We are brilliant. <laughs> so I know I'm excited to be here. And um, no, I appreciate your question. You know, what we're known for in business, um, especially in the coaching sphere, we work with leaders and entrepreneurs, helping them to master their mindset, helping them to own their power, and most importantly, create that clear roadmap to achieving their goals. Um, it's because it's all about getting out of your own way when you want to do big things in the world. I love it. And so it is. Um, what I love about what you said there, too, is the roadmap, right? Because you and me, we are like two peas in a pod. We go together, right, deliciously. Because for me, on the mindset side, it's being able to see a bigger vision. For you, on the mindset side, this is, all right, what's the roadmap <laughs> to making that vision happen and when you put the two together there's this wonderful unstoppable momentum that comes out of that so i i love that that's what you shared bailey yay thank you good yeah and so with that i'm curious what what inspired you to either to become a coach in the first place or even just to found MindRise as like a coaching company for entrepreneurs and leaders. Did something happen or did you have an epiphany of some sort? Like what's the story there? Right. I think I love this because I think so often people look for that big aha, right? What was that moment when lightning struck, right? And I think that we ask for that. And we look for that because we want to have our own aha moments. And sometimes we also look for that in others because we think that that like, that's an indication of 
they are more special than we are. And if I just had that thing that they had, the aha that they had, then I'm special too. Um, so I think aha moments are, are a blessing. And I think they're also tricky that way because sometimes they can, you know, create this divide, um, that resides in, well, it happens for those people. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I share that because yeah, sure. There was plenty of aha moments along the way, but I think it was being open and willing to the journey. Um, the catalyst for me was, you know, on paper, I looked good on paper, right? Um, I had the job envy, you know, um, my job was great. I was working full time as a school social worker and also in my private practice as a psychotherapist. Um, within six months of opening the practice, I had a waiting list that was two years long. So on paper, that looked good. And it was the career that I had worked so hard for, not only by, um, you know, job-wise, but also by education. And what happens when you work so hard for something and when you arrive, ba -da -da -da, you want to get the hell out of there. Yes! And this, it's almost like a smack in the face realization sometimes. And you push it away and you deny it and you tell yourself all sorts of stories. You should be grateful, right? Well, you know, this is what you worked so hard for. This is your bed. You must lay in it. Like all the stories. And what I started to find was that the stories and, and that, were, that were going on for me and me continuing to push through on a path that wasn't mine, it came at a cost. And the cost inevitably became myself. I started to deal with burnout, fatigue, and then if that wasn't enough, panic attacks. I was having panic attacks in the middle of the night, wake up sweating, head racing, like heart just pounding out of my chest. And if that wasn't enough, I started having panic attacks on my way from working at the school, the job that everybody wants with pensions and benefits and all that jazz, to my office, my private practice, the leather couch with the waterfall feature, right? The, the pinnacle of therapy that you see on TV, right? And I would be pulled over on the side of the road with a panic attack thinking, get me the hell out of here. And I also, because no aha doesn't come without a little bit of judgment, right? We have our own stuff to navigate. And what came up for me was I help people with this sort of thing, right? So whether your story is, I help people with this sort of thing, why am I experiencing this? I shouldn't be experiencing this, right? Or your story is, um, well, I you know, got my education to do this. I have this piece of paper that says I should do this, or I climbed the corporate ladder all the way up to the tippy top. I should be happy by now. Or even the worst of it, I think, is like, I'll be happy when I achieve said goal. And we literally are like dra dragging our cold, dead, lifeless body <laughs> across the finish line just to want to lay down and lose ourselves. So it was through that, that path and sometimes our ahas or epiphanies or shifts or changes have to come when we are in a whole lot of pain. And so I, that was the space I was in, right? Great. And going through the motions because again, on paper, had the house, had the guy, had the dogs, had the vacations, had the job, it all looked good. Until I realized that I was living my life like a to-do checklist. These are all the things that I should have. And the thing that I left off the list, 
the thing that never made it onto the menu was myself. What did I actually really want? What values did I want to live my life by? But when you're busy living the syllabus, it doesn't become part of the equation. It just doesn't. So inevitably, it's funny enough, I, I was at a, a vision board workshop when my sister had convinced me to go to a vision board workshop with her. And this was probably, I'd say, mid-2013. And I got this vision board and everybody's so happy. They are cutting. They are pasting. They are giggling. They're eating snacks. I'm sweating profusely. I'm looking at this big, uh, it was big black like foam board. And I wanted to tear it to shreds, but you can't tear like post foam poster board. <laughs> and I'm looking around and of course doing what we all do, compare and despair. They have their life figured out because they're cutting. Like they have their life figured out because they're pasting. Meanwhile, I'm looking at this board and I had no idea what I wanted. And that indecision was just so crippling, right? Because what I was trying to do, the biggest mistake that I find that we all make is that I was trying to figure it all out at once. And, right, we do this. So we put the pressure of 10,000 pounds on our shoulders and then ask ourselves why we can't stand on our tippy toes any longer. It's like, well, you can't because you're trying to do too many things at once. And inevitably what happened was the evocation of willingness. I just had to be willing to flip through a couple of pages and see what my eye was drawn to. I had to be open to curiosity and seeing. What are the parts that I'm, 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 I'm curious about, I'm drawn to? I didn't have to make it make sense. I didn't have to figure out how I was gonna do it. All I needed to do was write myself the permission slip. And that permission slip was for the vision. And it's something that now I love sharing with my clients and telling them like, let's not lose sight of the vision in service of the how. The how always shows up. But the how can only show up when we get the hell out of our own way. And we can't get the hell out of our own way when we have that story continuing nonstop. Because the truth is, like, we become the story that we tell ourselves. Our thoughts lead to our feelings, lead to our actions. So for me, that aha came when I decided to get off the merry-go-round and get curious. I didn't, I wrote myself that permission slip, but I didn't have to have it all figured out. I just had to start. Um, and that was mid-2013. By the end of fall 2013, I made a decision that I was going to take the leap from that traditional psychotherapy practice and live my most important value that I was only able to listen to when I turned down the noise of what wasn't working in my life right, and turned up the volume on what I really wanted. And that was freedom. And I loved helping and I loved you know, traveling and I, I, I wanted to be free. So now, you know, six years later, I run a you know, pretty big coaching company that not only do we specialize in helping people to get out of their own way and own their power and to uh, you know, master their mindset, create that roadmap, but 
I've now I've built something that we have coaches that teach in that methodology and we have a coaching training program that like teaches people how to be coaches. And now we have, we do retreats around the world. Like I've got the book, the podcast, all that jazz, but let me just tell you, Victoria, when I was pulled over on the side of the road, my heart racing, my palms sweating, I couldn't see any of that potential because I had so much should and noise in my head. So the aha was a series of ahas. And they weren't without like plenty of like face down in the dirt moments. Um, but you learn and you grow when you're willing and open and say, all right, I don't have to have it all figured out, but here goes nothing. Oh. So eloquently said, so fabulous. Uh, what I love is your, uh, you said allowing the journey uh, when you were starting to allow yourself to just flip through the pages of the the vision of the the uh, magazines right to to tear out for the vision board workshop just allowing yourself permission to discover and permission to get curious i feel very strongly that someone listening in right now um, is resonating with that, where they are not allowed to have permission because they're shooting all over themselves saying, I should be satisfied. This is what I should be doing. I studied this. I climbed up the ranks in the company. I invested all this money into learning all this stuff. And I told everybody that, I, uh, oh, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. Thank you. Even one of my spirit guides now just said, um, displace college students, right? Uh, okay, we're going through a massive pivot right now. And okay, you declared some sort of a major. Or even if you're not a college student, but you're someone who is displaced in terms of your employment right now, where you declared, this is what I'm going to be doing. And then, ooh, thrown a curveball by life and there's an opportunity to be curious but that opportunity we can't even perceive because there's so much fear and activation like what you were describing with your panic attacks and so I'm curious for someone who's listening in right now Bailey who's going through um, that experience of they, they can't really see the way forward. They may be having the like, I'm pulled over with the panic attack moment, right? What would you say to them? What, how did you, what was the mindset of moving through that kind of a moment? You could have thrown in the towel, but how did you move through that? Um, do you have anything to say? Oh yeah. And plenty of reason to throw in the towel. And I also have plenty of reason to stay exactly where I was because it was good enough. It was enviable by most measures, right? But good enough is not good enough for this one precious life that you have. It's just not. So for me, the thing that I would say, right, if we got to get on our soapbox and make our one declaration, it would be to figure out what's holding you back. Because without figuring out what's holding you back, you're going to continue to try to climb the mountain with a backpack full of cinder blocks. 
That's just the truth. And it's going to be harder. And you're going to wonder why you're so tired along the way and why you're just not getting to where you need to go. And it's not certain where you need to go because it's heavy. And so that's why I always recommend like get yourself well resourced, get support, get a coach, get out of your own way. Because when you figure out what's holding you back, and that backpack is empty, like you take off, you take flight, you'll shine your light. You're no longer dimming yourself. But when we try and we're like, oh, I don't have time for that, or that's for those people, or whatever our story is. No, we stay stuck. And then we wonder why we're moving so slowly. You don't have to. Just figure out what's holding you back. Gorgeous. Yay, I love that. And I love the image of the, the backpack full of cinder blocks, trying to climb with a backpack full of cinder blocks. And such a strong metaphor for the gift of powerful coaching, right? Receiving that and the gift of powerful psychotherapy, receiving that, um, being able to release the weight um, through awareness, right? Having the space to become aware. And so with that being said, you know me, I'm all about celebration. Like I believe that when more good people make good money, more good happens in the world. And what you are doing is good work, mama. I believe in you. And I believe that there are people who are listening in right now who are like, oh my goddess, I want to unpack my backpack full of cooties. Like I want to get all of the cinder blocks off. Like I'm ready to spread my wings and do all the awesome stuff that I've been called to. And where do we go to celebrate you? Where do we go to connect to to your movement to your to your company um whether it's to work with you directly or to champion you and say heck yes this woman and these people rock like where are we going where are we going bail yes 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 so we're always having fun over on instagram i mean that's kind of where we're hanging out so you can find uh find the mind rise uh, over at the mind rise on instagram or you can kind of see what's behind the scenes and hang out with me over at bailey Furman. um so that's where you're gonna find us having fun but if you feel ready and you're like you know what like let me take the first steps of getting out of my own way i would encourage anyone who's listening to text the word fearless the word fearless to four eight Four eight four eight. So texting the word fearless to four eight four eight four eight, and that steps you into our fire your fears challenge, because that's when we're going to teach you to get out of your own way, start to create that mode map, really put those action steps into place. Because again, you didn't come here to play small. So yeah, that would be a great first step. And of course, hop on over to the website over at themindrise.com where we're doing all good things: coaching, coach training. And there's occasional retreat somewhere exotic in the world. Oh, I can attest your retreats are the best. You, I blame you, actually. I blame you for why I have retreats in my business. I went, uh, y'all, as you're listening and watching in, I went to Bailey's retreat in Puerto Rico, and I was like, this, this I need to, like, I want to go copy paste i want to copy this and i want to paste it all over me and so it is <laughs> thank you for opening up my energy 
um, in that. And everyone, again, that was texting fearless to 484848. Jump in on that challenge. Fire your fears, right? Let's make this the day that you turn the tide and take back your power. So thank you again, Bailey, for coming on the podcast. Big hugs and love to you, Bailey. And I want to turn it now over to our listeners, right? If this is your first time listening into the Journeypreneur podcast, hi, thanks for stopping by. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button on iTunes so that you get the notifications first as these new episodes are uploaded. So I would love to also hear what was your favorite insight from Bailey's story today. How you can tell me that is when you're on iTunes, leave me a five-star review only because that is where the comment box is. And so if you want to tell me, I would love to hear it, right? My favorite thing is reading everyone's stories um, because that feeds my soul. This podcast is a work of love. um, And so getting to hear back from you is something that lights me up from the inside hearing your story. So leave your five-star review. And in the comments, this is episode 137. Tell me, what did Bailey say that touched your heart today? With that being said, we're going to bring this podcast episode to a close with the same thing that I say every time, please. Enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye, everyone.